Hey, uh, hey, are you all right? You look you look like you've been staring at that little mirror a little too long. I, you look a little spacey. I've missed a little bit. Can you remind me what happened? You see the body of Dump Truck and his girlfriend, Sue. Damn it, Truck. Holy crap, Dad sent a dryad? Her her dad set us up. He was hoping we'd be enough of a sacrifice that, that she would get let go. What did you do with my father? We sent your father home to the wild. Unfortunately, I am going to have to go and arrest him. Ari, what? What is the wild? Is that this this forest? Is that Tate's hell? You really want to walk into the forest and just see what that music's all about? Yeah, I think I'm going to walk into the forest and just see what that music's all about. You can tell he is not of his own mind. You can tell that something else has overtaken him. I'm just going to have to start trying to trap him in this place until I can figure out what to do with him. You bit Ari, and then you kind of reel back, and you finally break free of the fog, and you realize what you've done. Find Sarah and get away from me. This is a siren. Uh, It is currently taking the form of Dump Truck's girlfriend, Sue. I knew this girl. I know so much of this town, and you don't belong in it. You won't take it away from me. And I will chomp back down on her neck. The Gulligator Man is a powerful ally. Bring him to me. You need him to come into the wild. This protege of yours. The deputy. Perhaps this would be a good opportunity to show pain what the wild is like. My name's Ari, and... Okay, that's not it. <laughs> Is that oh, not Lord. it? There's a weird energy in this room. Where do we even start? Where are we starting? Um, I think I could probably Florida. start us, because I'm the keeper. <laughs> that's how the game works. Hey, big flex. <laughs> <laughs> You're all dead. <laughs> uh, you wake up from a dream. Ray Ray is now the mundane, and so is, every, is everyone else. Monsters aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> Deputy Sarah Payne, you're sitting in the office of Donnie Terrence, and the sheriff is looking at you with a very stern face. He says he has something to talk to you about. All right. What do you need to talk about? Sarah, you know you know what ain't easy for me to run this here sheriff's department. I'm I'm like you. I'm a lone wolf. I don't like to follow orders. I don't like to give them. Now, I don't particularly care for the way you do your police work. I don't think you're particularly good at it. It's not like I have a lot of applicants <laughs> beating down my door. It's so fucked up. It's not like I have a. <clears throat> it's not like I have a lot of applicants beating down my door trying to be GCP. <laughs> I mean, goddamn. Forgive me, Jesus. Goddamn. <laughs> What am I supposed to do when I can't get... Uh, you haven't made a single arrest this month. What, what's going on with you? Sheriff. We've got quotas we got to make. Who am I supposed to arrest? There's like a thousand people in this town. 
the criminals, the sharks. What? I don't. I don't care. Just arrest somebody. We got. We got. We got to make. We got to make the sharks ticket money. You got to give give a speeding ticket or something. I gave out. I gave out. Johnny Matters got a bumper ticket. Come on. You let him off with a warning, and you know it. I saw the goddamn paperwork. <sighs> yes, sir. Now look. Last week. I asked you to check out these these cultists that I received complaints about it. There weren't they weren't doing nothing wrong. You did the right thing. We can't we can't arrest people just because their neighbor doesn't like them. I get that. But then I asked you to go check out this boat. It ended up being Rooster's boat, but there weren't no rooster in it. I I had another shark attack. I had to go check out on Little Saint Anne. I couldn't do nothing about it, and you were late to the scene. God, goddamn, Bobby got there before you did. I almost had to take Greg off a uh, um uh, what you call it dispatch. I was looking for Rooster. I knew it was his boat, and I was worried about him. Now, how'd you know, how'd you know it was Rooster before his boat even washed up on the shore? Because I was at Dump Truck's funeral with Ray Ray, and I I knew that Rooster had wandered off, and he sent Ray Ray a a, a weird text. All right. Well, I hate to do this. Let me see that body cam. God damn it. <laughs> and okay, so at this point, I want to say you can choose here whether or not you ever turned the body cam on or if it's been <laughs> off this entire time, but. If it has been off this whole time, you're going to get minus one to your dealing with Donnie move. If it's been on this whole time, you'll get plus one on the dealing with Donnie move. But he's about to find out everything that's happened over the past two mysteries with the both the, the swamp ape and the siren. Well, I have a plus three charm, so a minus one would make it a plus two instead. <laughs> if... If he watched your, obviously you could do either one is fine, but if he watches your body cam footage, it's going to drastically change your dynamic <laughs> with him, obviously. I'm going to say that it was off the whole time simply Ooh. because I don't know how to turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You thought he was going to turn it on for you. You didn't know you had to do that. He didn't say Yeah, I thought it that. was on as soon as he handed it to me. That's his own damn fault. He takes it and he's like, no. Now, deputy, you, do you think I'm some kind of fool? What? What do you mean? The camera? You? You ain't even turned the camera on. I thought you had. I thought it was on when you handed it to me. I don't know how to turn that thing on. You never gave me a, a lesson. All right. All right. Well, here, here. Take back. Here, will you turn here? Turn turn it on for me. I don't know. I I can't. I I don't see the button. I don't know how either. <laughs> I need the goddamn manual. He throws it down on his desk and he says, uh, and he says he's going to look at the manual later uh, and uh, <laughs> roll, roll dealing with Donnie minus one. Doesn't sound great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a seven. I mean, it's not a failure at least, oh, but. Okay. I was just real sad for a, for a, for a long moment. Yeah, with a seven, he's going to ask you to. He's going to make sure the cam. He probably calls uh, Greg in to help him with it. God damn it! I hate being in the same room with Greg. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to make sure this camera gets turned on and that you're wearing it when you leave the office. Uh, and yeah, when Greg comes in, he's like, huh. "Hey, hey, Payne, you, you must be in a lot of trouble." <laughs> Greg. Yeah, that's that's my name. <laughs> no. Stop! I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> Just teach me how to use this thing, please. Greg, Greg, quit your quit your flirting. Get this thing turned on. It ain't legal to flirt with your coworkers no more. <laughs> <laughs> 
No more. <laughs> Greg gets the body cam turned on and then like starts to hook it onto our uniform where it goes and then like feels awkward about it and just hands it to you. Thanks. <laughs> and then he walks out. <laughs> <laughs> Most awkward. Is is Donnie still in the room? Yeah, he's super in the You're room. You're in his office. Oh. <laughs> is there anywhere you want me to to go now or yeah, I mean, am I on patrol? Get back on your route. Okay. But but I need you to have arrest some, arrested somebody by the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. 10-4. Over and out. Bye-bye now. It's raining at the LaRue Wildlife Retreat, and it's nighttime. Most of the employees have gone home. Ray Ray, you're making your way out of the office. As you're doing this, you see through the window a blue light. At first, it's just a glow, and you think it could just be starlight or something like that peeking through the clouds. But then you see them. You see Ignis. You see Ari's will-of-the-wisp companion just kind of floating there trying to get your attention. What, 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 what are you doing here, you little spooky fire fairy? <laughs> what, is Ari around? Ignis just kind of moves to and fro on the other side of the window. You can't really even hear their little twinkles. Oh, hold on, I'm coming. I just want one day. One day I can just go to bed. <laughs> and then uh, you hear the voice of Peg behind you. Hey, Ray Ray, before you go. Hey, what, what are you doing still here? Oh, you know, I'm just finishing up some paperwork. You know, life ain't all about work, Peg. I can lock up, you know, I kind of live here. Yeah, you're right, I guess. Um, But I did want to... I did want to ask you about something. Yeah. Rooster, that that thing I, uh, at the funeral, Rooster wouldn't tell me where he was, but obviously that wasn't really Dump Truck's girl that he was with. I mean... Oh, yeah, it was... Uh, that was a, a big misunderstanding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, you know it can't couldn't have been Sue. Uh, it, it was a big misunderstanding. But yeah, we we got it all sorted out. Uh, we we had some drinks at the goal. He just he he's not handling uh he's he's not handling dumps uh you know too well. Uh, he's doing better now. Have have you seen him today? Yeah, I, I saw him. I just I I asked him what happened. And he wouldn't he wouldn't say nothing about it. He looked looked a little spooked. But yeah, I guess you're right. He, we're all handling this dump truck thing a little hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, you know, L- losing one of our youngins. Well, good night, Ray. All right, night, Peg. Hey, get you some sleep tonight. I will. I, say, where are you? Where are you headed? That's not. That's not. Well, how, how should I refer to your where you sleep? Do you have a like a house on the property? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big. I imagine it's just like a really big plot of land. I have like an actual house, you know, in the way back of the property. Gotcha. Say, where are you headed? That's not. That's not where your house is. After she says this, you kind of see Ignis sort of dancing around in the trees behind her, uh, behind her head. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, I'm... I'm just going for a stroll. You know, just locking up before I uh, go, go back in. Hey, uh, what's, what's that over there? Did, did you... Did you mess with the printer? <laughs> You say that to Peg? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get her to look at Ignis? No, look behind me, away from Ignis. Oh. Uh, the printer? What do you... I, 
I quickly pick up a marker off the desk and throw it out. <laughs> just chunk it towards just go, just go. <laughs> nope. All right. All right, Ray. I mean, Raymond, you're you're actually kind of strange, but I guess we're all taking this dump truck thing pretty hard. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's been a week, Peg. Just before she turns to go back towards her car, Ignis flies away so they're not seen. Uh, just so you know, your your mama would be proud of you. And then she turns and walks away. Thanks, Peg. You really want me to cry, don't you? <laughs> Ignis leads you to the infirmary. The entrance to the infirmary is kind of by a paved area where you can easily drive up to it uh, with one of your, you know, you probably have, what, like golf ca- golf carts or like... Yeah, we got we got golf carts around. We got gar- golf carts, four-wheelers. I got a, I got a mule. I got some uh, golf, but garf cots. Cart. Garf, garf cots. Garf cots. <laughs> we got garf cots. Garf and, uh, that's actually a mythical creature, <laughs> a garf cot. But the infirmary itself, it backs into sort of like a thicket of wildlife. When Ignis flies up to the building, they start to zip around towards the back. What the hell are you doing, man? Are are you out here? And I I follow Ignis. You follow Ignis into the thicket, and you find yourself just in plants. It's uncomfortable. There's sharp vines and things pressing up against you. And all of a sudden you feel like you can't go back. You feel like you're lost. You feel like the only direction you can go is, is where Ignis is guiding you. I, I want to point out I'm wearing a really good raincoat, so I'm not soaked. I always, yeah. I always wear a really good raincoat. What the fuck? <laughs> so he doesn't transform is what yeah. he means. So I'm not, oh, just, okay. so I don't just always transform in the middle of a, sh- a rain shower. It's raining lightly enough to where that's not a concern. Well, like I said, I have a very expensive raincoat for this situation. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up, sir. <laughs> I love it. So you find yourself unable to turn around in this thicket. You find yourself only able to move sort of where you're guided by Ignis, who's kind of showing you places to step where you are starting to think that you can't move at all. And then you close your eyes, and when you open them, you're actually inside of the infirmary. Ray Ray. <sighs> I don't want to know how you got in here. Just don't, don't tell me. But what, what's, what's going, what's going on? I hope that Ignis leading you here was not intrusive or startling. You didn't break the lock or anything, right? Ray, Ray, why would I need to break the lock? I have a key. This, this is a very important building. You know, we gotta take care of the critters in here. How familiar are you with this infirmary? Well, I mean, it's where we, you know, patch up and do, you know, quick quick checks on a on our critters so i'm pretty familiar i kind of grew up here Arik. i need you to help me with the linoleum and i grab a scalpel from the counter and start cutting at the floor uh, at the linoleum uh, Ari, uh, no pull from the corner ray ray trust me what no what trust me you're tearing up my floor man <sighs> There better be some damn mold down here or something, I swear to God. There's something your mother needs you to see. <sighs> what What are you doing, Ari? What is this? Tear that up from the corner and you'll see. All right. Thought I was going to get some damn sleep tonight. So you pull up the linoleum and there is a, there is a hatch. There's a, a trap door. But when you open it, it just has a staircase leading down into a dark room. What the hell am I looking at? 
after you. Basically, what this is, Ray Ray, when when he leveled up last, took the Haven, which is one of the monstrous's level up options. They get to choose two options from the Haven. So since Ari and Ray Ray's mother have history together, we decided to kind of explain it this way, where Ari is showing him this thing that's always been there. So Ryan gets two options with this, but he wanted Cap to actually choose one of the options for him just because of the way we decided to flavor this. So why don't you guys describe together what you what this haven looks like and each say what option you chose. Yeah, Ray Ray, please go first. I think the infirmary is the first room. So I guess I'll we'll go down... And I would imagine that Ari would turn on a light. Being that he knows where the light switches are. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just looking around kind of in awe at this uh, big open room, which pretty much looks like a, I mean, upgraded infirmary from upstairs, but actual, you know, medical practices. There are tools for humans yeah, instead of tools for and other things. I have no idea what they do or are sex toys. <laughs> And there's there's a lot of bookshelves, like, of books that I genuinely don't know. Are there, like, hospital beds? Yeah, probably two hospital beds. Cool. It's not, like, huge. I don't think, you know, it's built for an army or anything. This is the infirmary your mother and I created. You said do, you said do what now? Your mother and I built this place to care for her and myself when we were wounded. <clears throat> Are you my daddy? <laughs> Your mother and I. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like. <laughs> I came back to this place, to the overgrown, to Gullicochica, to find her because something is wrong and I need help. She is not here anymore, so I need your help, Ray Ray. And to fully get your help, you need to see this place, and you need to be able to ask me what you need to ask me. How exactly did you know, Mama? Her and I work together as you and I have and will. We met as you and I met, and we saw the strength in each other, and we both saw the will to do good in each other. This has been on my property since I was a kid. I'm... What what am I looking at right now, Ari? The infirmary. This is where we can hide, where we can heal if we need to, away from the darkness. Deputy Payne, too. <clears throat> you need to know this is here because something is coming. All right. And there's something else I need to show you. Oh, oh, that's just great. Fan- <laughs> fantastic. Let's let's go. Is it in my house? Or... Right this way. <laughs> I lead Ray Ray down the hallway, past a few doors with bunk beds and restrooms and the like, until we reach the end of the hall where there is a large steel door with a, what is it, a rotary handle? How would you describe it? Like would be on a large vault. Like a dial, like a safe kind of mm-hmm. door? And I'm going to put my hand up against it as it begins to flare with chalk lines that appear as I touch my hand to it. Ray Ray, would you mind getting the door? I mean, do I gotta like, do I gotta like draw on it or anything? Or I can just turn it, right? You can just turn it. As you do, I imagine it's 
much lighter than you expect it to be. And inside the room, it is small and spherical and empty. And what what is this? This was Loretta's idea. Do you know what an oubliette is? Uh, isn't that, that's a, like, omelet, right? <laughs> this, this room is isolated. Nothing can see in, nothing can see out. My magic does not work here. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like mama. Listen, she, she did not make this room for me, Ray Ray. The word is French. It means to forget. Well, at least I had the right language. She built this room, Ray Ray, in case she became not herself. If she lost control, she wanted to be put here and to be forgotten. Hmm. Kind of like, kind of like what, uh, what happened to me. Yes. We can use this place. We can hide things in this room, things that can never be found by anyone, and we can trap things here, things that should never be able to leave. But I need your help. All right. What do you need? We have to find Sarah. Yes, please. I need some normalcy. <laughs> Does it, I'm, I'm assuming it has to be tonight. The quicker, the better. Oubliette. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I didn't hear it. The little fire, fire fairy is speaking to me now. Is this, is this what Oubliette. the Oubliette does? Oubliette. You could talk the whole time, little, little, pix, little pixie. I'm just making this, sure we're pronouncing it correctly. I have been listening to it in my headphones for the past 45 minutes, Catherine. <laughs> Oubliette. I've been Googling it. Do you think I just knew it was a French word well, that means forget? Did I mean, you think I, I was just riffing? I, I speak some <laughs> French. shit up. <laughs> I speak some French, and it just didn't sound right, so I wanted to listen. Para, paramantic. It's Spanish. <laughs> Christ. That was intense. I like to make things intense. It's all I got. Well, then, wait, I got one more thing. Is, uh, is Ari, like, walking away? I mean, I or... thought we cut the scene when I said we need to find Sarah, but that's fine. The scene fades back. <laughs> and you hear Ray Ray say, wait, I need, one, I need to say one hey, more thing. Hey, how the hell am I supposed to cover this up? You know, people are going to be here in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> no magical fix it. Magic fixes everything. There's probably, like, um... You know, like the 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 big black rubber mats that are in kitchens. I'm sure there are some mm-hmm. of those you can cover it up with. I cast mending. It's a cantrip, <laughs> and I fix the linoleum. Yeah, you don't need to roll plus weird for cantrips. That's true. I read that. I started the recording, but if we're not ready, I can stop it. No, I'm we're so ready. ready. <laughs> Great. I've never been more ready to welcome you to Shrimp and Crits. <laughs> what? Good, because we're doing it. This is it. Hello. 
Hello. Hello. Thank thank you for listening to the 11th episode of Shrimp and Crits. We have a lot to get to today in the announcements, so I'm going to go ahead and start with our promo. We are today featuring the promo for Bad Heroes uh, of Bad Heroes cast. It's uh, you can see them at you can be with them at <laughs> no be be with them. <laughs> Follow them on Twitter at Bad Heroes Cast. There you go. That's how I wish wish I would have said that. Um, so here it is. Listen to it now. Hey, I'm Dre Silvertooth, and I'm a GM. You should absolutely come listen to our podcast, because I have the best heroes. They're hunting curses for the Queen of Vire, and it's it's going great. I got five hit points. I have a plan. Is it to write my eulogy? They make really good choices oh god why did i do that (laughs) (laughs) it's all according to plan textbook success so what do you all think are you all thinking (laughs) okay so maybe not textbook she did fall 45 feet in full armor though well fine Yes, they are bad heroes. I have four very bad heroes on my podcast. But they are hilarious. Come check us out at badheroescast.com or find bad heroes wherever you get your podcasts. I haven't been playing my bard correctly, so now I am going to. (laughs) Hold up. You mean trying to summon an electric guitar so that you can use the auxiliary cord was not doing it correctly? Oh, no, that was definitely correct. (laughs) Again, that was Bad Heroes, and you can follow them on Twitter at Bad Heroes Cast. Oops, I put a pretzel in my mouth. No, no. (laughs) Someone else has to do the next thing. Hold on, let me find it. (laughs) Attention. We've done a drawing for the winner. Hey, we did a giveaway. <laughs> Katie's was Why good. Why are you screaming? Attention, the winner of the giveaway is I hope I don't. Oh God! Oh God! Me. Everyone, go home. <laughs> It's mine. It's my sticker. <laughs> You're supposed to announce the winner. Oh, it is. I got the sticker. Phil the Conquistadork. I can't even say that. At L Conquistadork, host of Short Attention Span Gaming Podcast. Um, his entry was Nessie, which is also my favorite, by the way. And he Aww. hearts water cryptids. That is not why we picked them. It was a random drawing. It was. We asked Siri to pick. So if you're upset, you can blame Siri because Siri picked. Yeah. That ain't ain't that just the most modern thing? We had Siri <laughs> pick our our giveaway contestant. Don't tell my girl Alexa. I was about to say Alexa would have been more modern if you ask me. Also, side note: Katie kept yelling at Alexa and calling her Siri yesterday, and wondering why <laughs> she wasn't listening to her. Mr. Conquistador, we will contact you with uh, details for us to get in contact with you and send you these wonderful gifts. Yeah. Congratulations. Hooray. And thanks to everybody who en- thanks to everybody who entered. It was really cool to see everyone's favorite cryptid. And we'll probably do we'll probably do more of these, right? Well, we'll definitely do some more. Yeah, we we got a lot of stickers, so we'll definitely do some more. The next giveaway is a whole plate of cocktail shrimp <laughs> <laughs> no. with, with no. stickers all over it, but it's cocktail shrimp. 
We're not going to send you shrimp. And it sits in the sun no, no for two hours says. before you come home from work nope. to pick it up. What? Board. This sounds very specific. <laughs> I also want to uh, give you guys a friendly reminder to vote for us in the Audioverse Awards. To do that, you can go to audioverseawards.net slash vote. Mm-hmm. You all voted for us, and we're finalists, and we feel really special and honored, and can't thank you enough. The category we're nominated for is New Improvised Production. We have a Twitter and an Instagram. <laughs> go to it. Go to the Twitter and Instagram. At Shrimp and Crits. What are you doing? Get to Twitter and Instagram now. No. Get there. Ryan, don't be me. They're very sensitive. At Shrimp and Crits. They're they're like taking Stop it, Ian. Get to Instagram. <laughs> Get to Instagram and Twitter. They're they're you know, they're like uh, they're probably driving to work right now. They're Shrimp and Crits. <laughs> at and hashtag. <laughs> at hashtag. At hashtag. Alright, Cr- somebody talk about <laughs> Omen investigations. <laughs> We did a cool thing with a cool person. <laughs> wow, I like this aggression. Who has a cool podcast. We are all actually just coming off of recording with our new friends over at Omen Investigations. Sean was kind enough to have us be a part of their holiday special, their Christmas episode this year. So you can see that. I'm sure it's coming out sometime in December. Check out Omen Investigations for news on that. Find them on the Twitter at OmenCast. Go to their Twitter. <laughs> it's good. So I also want to talk a little bit about our schedule coming up because it's a little bit different because of the holidays. On the 7th, instead of releasing a regular episode, we are going to release a little Q&A bonus episode that we did. Um, so I hope you enjoy that. And then we are going to come right back with an episode on the 14th. So we're kind of switching which our off week is. Um, so episode 12 will be out on the 14th. On the 24th, we will release our holiday special. On the 28th, we will be off. And then on the 11th, you'll get episode 13, the 11th of January, that is. So that's just, uh, I just wanted to give you guys our schedule because I think consistency is important. And I want everyone to be privy to our plans. Everyone have a uh, safe holiday season, I suppose. Yes, be safe. Be healthy. Don't get sick. Don't eat, eat trash. <laughs> It's not good. Okay. We got to stop this. Ryan has had enough. I'm in a mood. Ryan needs a nap. Right. Yeah. We're going to put Ryan down for a nap. We're going to tuck him in in real nice and tight. Uh, And while we do that, why don't you guys go ahead and listen to the rest of the episode? I would like to make it up to Donnie by doing like a graveyard shift and trying to catch some some speeders. Cool. So yeah, you sit, you're sitting in your police car. There's not really a whole lot happening. People drive by, but no one's speeding. No one's speeding, or at least that when they see you, they slow down fast enough. The police radio's been silent all night. Nothing fun. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's rude. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing out of the ordinary is happening. I'm just yawning. Is there anything else that you do in your police car to pass the time? I'm blasting some sort of music. What should it be? (laughs) 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 Is that the words?
Ja. Jesus Keep it going. I wasted no more time. Oh, you were talking to them. <laughs> no, I'm sorry to you. Here I go again. I hate that. All right. Sorry. I don't know if you can hear it, but the dogs are barking because he's screaming <laughs> and they think he's sense. in trouble. He is. They're very protective. Is that really, is that canon now? Is that the song that I have to be blasting on my goddamn radio? I don't know if we're allowed to sing sing songs. Oh, You're man, listening to Don't Say Jack there. do his late night rendezvous. Here I go one more time with somebody else. <laughs> what if I'm listening? What if I'm listening to Johnny Matters podcast? <laughs> That's a great idea. All right. So Deputy Payne cues up the next episode of Johnny Matters podcast, and this is what you hear. Out of the darkness and into the light, I'm Johnny Matters, and together we are going to turn over mossy rocks and uncover the secrets your government doesn't want you to know. Welcome to Monsters, Mysteries, and Meddling into the Missing Molten Mass in the Middle with Metters, a podcast where we say what the media won't tell you, the truth. Last time, we heard from some of the meddlers about their personal sightings of the dreaded criminal crocodile known as the Gulligator Man. I know we have a lot to cover now that a cult has taken residence over in Pickett. But I assure you, I've made repeated calls to our sham of a sheriff, though I know he ain't gonna do anything about him. They offer enlightenment, y'all. The truth. Well, just stay subscribed right here, Golokochika, because I'm not letting some second-rate charlatans encroach on my territory. Before we get into all that, though, let's hear a few more voicemails about the Gator Man. So, this is Courtney from over in Pickett, like, I, I just ran down to the Piggly Wiggly the other day, and I just, in the middle of the dang road, there is this, like, nine-foot-tall gator-looking thing, scared the ever-loving life out of me, and, you know, I just, I didn't know what to do. I just stood there and looking at it, and he had this one lazy eye that kept looking at me weird, and I just, I just turned around and came back home. I didn't even get to the store to get my cigarettes. I was very upset. But yeah, I definitely done seen that thing. And I just, it, it was terrifying. Scared the ever-loving life out of me. And you should be scared, Courtney. That lazy eye might have been scanning you for weaknesses. It's a sad day in Gullicochica when you can't even make it to the Piggly Wiggly without being accosted by a nefarious nightmare. Hey, y'all. I'm just calling in to tell you guys what the heck I saw today. Now, I was outside minding my own daggum business in my own daggum yard when all of a sudden this creature comes out, okay? I got all this shit in my yard and what does he do? He takes my goddamn flamingo and just runs off. But like god god awful ugly. Like, I'm telling you god awful. Like, if somebody just threw him out the back of your pickup and just face the asphalt. God awful. Okay. But like pretty green, you know, like some DK was starting, you know, kind of smelled a little rancid in his wake, but you know, that's fine. I cannot judge. 
Well, we can take some comfort in knowing that we can smell the stinky bastard coming. Let's hear another. Hi, so like my name is Briley and I recently traveled to your weird little goal, uh, your town. And um, I, I mean, it was fine. It was fine, I guess. I really needed like a self-care break, but... <sighs> I have, I had a few experiences while I was there. Like, okay. So that little diner down by the beach that says it has fresh shrimp and that they're fresh caught, like right off the dock. Um, I definitely saw the girl in the kitchen dumping a bag of frozen shrimp from China into the fryer, which is not what I paid for. Again, fine. It's probably, I don't know. Maybe it's a budget thing. I don't care. It's fine. But I brought my chihuahua with me. And on like the last day I was there, the night that I was leaving, I was packing my car and this giant bat thing flew out of the trees and it took my dog and no one will answer my calls and the sheriff won't say anything. Do you guys even have a sheriff? I've been looking for your sheriff and ugh, okay, okay. My boyfriend says that I should let it go. So I will, but I thought you should know. And maybe, maybe if I go in this radio program, somebody will figure out what the fuck is up with the shrimp. Well, Briley, I don't know what you want me to do about the shrimp, but I don't blame you for wondering if this town even has a sheriff. No one seems to really care what's going on in the shadows of this place. But I haven't heard much about the Gator Man having wings. Seems like you might have just had one of them rat dogs and it got scooped up by a hawk or something. Let's see what else we got. Hey, uh... Hey, hey, Johnny, it's, uh, it's Ray. Look, man, you have to stop this. You have to stop telling people that the, there's lizard people and gator men at the retreat. We are getting so many unwanted, um, some interesting folks. And I, we, public service announcement to everyone that listens to this podcast. It's, there are strictly, very normal reptiles at the retreat. Also, uh, that that lady that called in about the 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 werewolf guy, and uh, I'm I'm interested in hearing more about that too. Uh, if you, uh, this is uh, Ray Ray from Larue Wildlife Retreat. You know, yeah, I'm I'm fascinated in hearing about that. But uh, otherwise, man, I'll I'll. See at the goal. Hope you're having a good day. Look, Raymond, we cleared things up the other day at the goal. I have no beef with you, but I am onto you. I know there's something fishy going on, and you've been keeping rather suspicious company of late. Take care not to stifle my voice. I will not be stifled. Look, I was out the other day watering my plants, and I saw something out by my truck, and I walked on over. And I, I, I don't know, but it had, it looked scaly and, but, but slimy at the same time, like a snake almost. And it, it took my cat, it took mittens and cops, if you're, if you're listening, I, we need justice. If not just for mittens, for everyone. I just want my cat back. Justice for mittens! Ladies and gentlemen, need I say more? 
How long will this terror be allowed to roam our neighborhoods, stealing our things and slaughtering our pets? I'll make a promise to my listeners right now. I will discover the truth about this menace. And the first to hear about it will be you, the meddlers. And then he reads an ad for me on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> speak, speaking of... <laughs> speaking of meddling... Nope. Oh my god. No, I'm, no, I'm not. <laughs> I like to meddle into my micromodal fabric every night. Oh my god. Why am I even listening to this psycho? And then a familiar voice comes over your walkie-talkie. Bobby? (laughs) (laughs) Was that the one where I'm stealing the children, or I took a flamingo, or I have wings? (laughs) Is that you coming over my radio? (laughs) Deputy Peng, are you there? Hold on. You gave it to me, man. Here, you want it? Actually, let's let's have... (sighs) I do feel like we should have Ari roll for this because we had you roll for it before. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. let's do that first. So why don't Ari roll plus weird. That is 11 on the dice. Perfect. First roll plus three. Excuse me. That is 14. Pain, a familiar voice comes on through the walkie talkie as soon as you cut off the podcast. We don't have much time, Ray Ray. Let me speak to her. <laughs> All right. I don't even think this damn thing's working. Deputy Payne, can you hear me? Ari? Hey, Sarah. And Ray Ray. Uh, um, can I, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> this is McDonald's. Can I take your order? I'm just going to warn you. You probably got a secret portal in your car or some shit. What the hell are you talking about? You tell me. Deputy Payne, do you remember where we sent Zegnar away? Oh, you mean the big guy? Yes. Do you remember it? I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm working right now. Hey, hey, you really need to take that lift. Meet Ray Ray and I there as fast as you can. But, but I'm working. No response. <laughs> <laughs> so, Deputy Payne, what do you do? Do you stay at your post or do you go meet up with your friends? How long have I been at my post? 14 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It's been at least an hour or two, right? I mean, so this is past closing time and past time that all of the employees have gone home from the wildlife retreat. So it's probably close to midnight by now. I am going to drive. (laughs) 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 I'm going to go meet my new friends because I feel like I have had no luck here. With arresting innocent people. (laughs) (laughs) You all meet at the, let's say you all meet at the campground where the Georgia Tech student went missing. That way, Ari can take you all to the passage. Deputy Payne, thank you for meeting us here. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little surprised to see you all at one in the morning, especially you, Ray Ray. Yep, I don't know why I'm here either. Uh, This is becoming a thing, but it's it's been a day. I apologize, my watch has broken. There's something I need to show you. Something you both need to see, and I need your help. What is it now? Come with me. I need to, I need to know why we're here, 
and what you need help with because I'm in a lot of shit with Donnie and I could lose my job and I don't have all the time in the world. I don't want to answer you, so Ian, make her roll something. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> kind of bullshit yeah <laughs> i like that <laughs> you just turn it right back around on her she's got to roll you got to roll um to convince him to to, to tell, tell you me where you're going yeah so manipulate someone right yes roll plus charm that is a 12 fuck what does that read <laughs> that means if you do what you ask you mark experience and get plus one forward i think in my in my spiel that i have given you i am obviously emotional i've had a long day well if i know anything it's emotions it is a pretty important role that you're about to do to get everyone into the wild so maybe plus one forward's not such a bad thing <laughs> no that makes very good sense i'm going to take that experience in the plus one forward i'm just trying to figure out my response sarah did you see when i sent zegnar away uh n- no where do you think he went i mean back into the forest where the elves <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just assumed that i don't fucking know i don't i don't understand any of this if you really start to think about it do you think they could hide in your world <sighs> no i guess not i want to show you where the giants live I want to show you the wild. It's where I learned to be the way that I am. Emotionless and cold-hearted? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ari cries. I'm just kidding. You, you, uh, you, you want to do what now? There is a world beyond the veil of your own. A world of untold wonders. Of things you could not possibly grasp until you see them yourself, just like Loretta did. Is this passage the reason there's so many weird things happening in Golokochika right now? I don't think that they are, Sarah. The things we have encountered here are from some other place, and we need to find out where that is. But you need to trust me, and you need to see that there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophy. Well, I still need to know why you need our help. What can we help you with there? Yeah, I mean, I clearly know a lot less about this world than I thought, so uh, I don't exactly know how I'll do on the other side of a portal. You... You both remember Zegnar. He he committed crimes against your people and those that I work for in the wild. I need your help to bring him to justice. Your mother and I worked very well together in the wild, Ray Ray. I believe you can help me just the same. I do a double take at that because how the fuck did he know Ray Ray's mom? I don't know this. This is news to me. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait a minute. So you knew Loretta? She traveled with me, yes. How fucking old are you? That's a very inappropriate question, Deputy <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you asked me that. Also, Loretta died six years ago, so. Yeah, I was it's, like 19 when she died. But it's not like, it's not like a crazy, like. But Ari looks like 30. Wait. 
Okay. I am older than I look, deputy. If Ray Ray is in, I am in. Ray Ray. All right. I trust Ray Ray way more than I trust Ari. Sorry, Ari. Well, we won't get into that whole locking me in the car situation. But no, God damn it, Ray Ray. Let's just go. So the three of you stand in front of a passage. It's two trees sort of spaced apart, and in between them, instead of seeing the forest behind it, you see leaves just swirling off into kind of an infinite space. There are colors that you don't recognize. There is just kind of a swirling, a uh, a vortex. It almost feels like it's drawing you in. Ignis just sort of hovers past your head and beckons you onward as they disappear into the passage. Follow me. Ari walks up to the portal and turns to you guys and says, Do not be afraid. And then, in a show of confidence, he jumps straight into the portal and disappears. There's a... I got a lot of questions need answering through there, so, uh... You coming? And I'll hold out my hand to Sarah. I take Ray Ray's hand, and I say, yeah, I have a lot of questions I need answered, too. Let's go. I got your back, Miss Sarah. So Ray Ray and Sarah leap through the passage and disappear. And then after a moment, the portal returns to normal and the leaves that were swirling within it drop to the ground. And now we're going to have Ari roll for the first time his special move for transporting everyone to the wild together. So Ari, roll plus weird. Our fate is in your hands. Heavens. Don't kill us. That is... Oh no, this is horrible. That's two sixes on the dice. How is that horrible? That's a 12 plus three. That's a 15. Plus your plus one forward, so that's 16. 16. Did I I win? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so your custom move for going into the wild with everyone is on a hit, you all show up in the same time and the same place. If you have a mixed success, you show up either in the same time or the same place. And then on a miss, you all show up at completely different times and places within the wild. Ray Ray and Deputy Payne clasp hands and take a leap of faith after Ari into the passage. Once they disappear, the forest is silent and the wind stills and quiets. Follow me. Do not be afraid. We see Ari as a child wandering away from his house into some bushes. There is a swing set. One of the swings is is still hanging and still wagging back and forth. And you hear a man call, Ari, come inside. And then we see Sarah as a little girl. She's eating cereal and watching Saturday morning cartoons. Her father is getting ready for work in the background. It's it's Saturday, but he has to go into Tallahassee to take care of something. As he's walking towards the door, he playfully throws his hat onto her head and says, There's my little deputy. deputy. He thinks for a minute and then asks, Say, Sarah, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a dinosaur doctor. He smiles and retrieves his hat. He kisses your head and walks towards the door. For just a flash, you see that he looks tired, but he's happy to be home with you for just that moment. Before he walks out the door, he says to himself, Good, just don't be anything like your father. And then he opens the door and walks away. Now we see Ray Ray. He's younger, not a child, but about his mid-twenties. Ray Ray, you recognize this memory. This is... This is one of the last conversations you had with your 
mother before before she told you that she had been diagnosed with cancer. You're sitting in the office, not the office you have now that used to be hers, but the one that now belongs to, to Peg, and she's standing in the doorway. Hey, Rai Rai, Peg and I are heading up to Pigeon Forge and getting a cabin this weekend. I, w- I want you to run things. It's about it's about time you start learning to run this place without me or her. Uh, <clears throat> uh do, do what now? Did I stutter, child? I... I said, I'm Peg and I are getting a cabin. We're gonna be away for the weekend, and and I'll see you when I get back. But you got you got Rooster trained up real good. You got little Bobby. You got you got a good crew here. Lean on their strengths, and 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 you'll be just fine. I I don't want you calling me to put out fires. I I want to have a nice relaxing weekend for once. Uh, all uh, all right, Mama. Uh. Everything all right? She falters for a moment, which you're not used to. She's a very, very confident woman. Finally, she says, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. We'll talk when I get back. Remember no, okay. this. Okay, well, um, yeah, I'll, I'll watch everything. I was about to go out and feed everyone. Um, yeah, I think I can handle it for the weekend. I know you can. And Ray, I love you. And then she leaves. I love you, Mom. Oh, oh dang. Hey. Hey, where's the staples? <laughs> God damn it. Perfect. Let them take these memories from you, Ray Ray. And then, as these memories fade, Ray Ray and Sarah are reunited in a dense, wooded area. You clasp hands again as you start to wander. You get the sense like nothing exists outside of your field of vision, like a video game still rendering its environment. Far ahead, you can see Ari led by Ignis, and deeper into the wild they go. You have no other choice than to follow Iggy's light. And as you do, you start to hear the murmur of a crowd in the distance. Then there's a bright light that covers everything and washes away the foliage. When it fades, the two of you find that you're standing alone in a crowded plaza, assaulted by scents and sights that you have never before experienced. Suddenly it's clear to you just how mundane your world really is as you're overwhelmed by this place. This is the wild. be a part of our co- podcast call 1-800-SH-PAST our cod past our cod past this is the codcast podcast all fishing <laughs> i really do want there to be an oops all ari episode is that possible yes we all have to do the ari voice yeah. part episode there definitely will be we're going into my psyche and you're all, right. all going to play different emotions of me like that one episode of teen titans oh god <laughs> All right, let's let's open a portal to hell and die. Yes, let's go. <laughs>